Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Ladies and gentlemen, and my name is Brandon Croucher, CEO of Delight Cafe. I am blessed, honored, and grateful to be sitting here before all of you this morning. I get to look into my eyes at the computer, stare at the one, the only, the queen of South, wait, Africa. <laughs> and she teaches dolphins how to be sharks and sharks how to be dolphins. <laughs> she trains Jessica Dugas's how to... I don't have a thing for that. <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. How are you? How are you, Elsa? I'm so well. I'm so well. My day went good. My day went good. How's your morning been? How was it's yesterday? Been my yesterday, yesterday was okay. So we've talked about how the energies felt heavy. I was so tired all day yesterday. Like, I like tired doesn't even describe it. I literally was like leaning on my wall for some of my calls and was just like, and I didn't want to like fall asleep. I was like, just oh, out of it. But I, I went to bed early. I, I read, I woke up and I journaled. I thought I was going to be in a lot better, like, ha kind of mood today. And I literally was like, I need one of Ilsa's birds flying over me just to scare the shit out of me. Like, just wake me up, get me going, get me moving. And honestly, I left. <laughs> the I, laughing I, baby I, got, birds. I went and got myself an iced coffee this morning to get myself out of the out and just get the body moving more. Whew, it's been a morning. Uh, it's been fun, though. I've had a good morning just running around, getting things in there, getting my life uh, ready for the day and all that. And I can't be more grateful. I got yelled at by our uh, behind the scenes producer. She is always having fun yelling at me and uh, telling me what to do. But uh, honestly, she's one, of, one in a million. And I love the fact she's writing comments right now, defending herself in the comment section. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, so I did have fun with one thing. My mom yesterday, my mom and I were picking on each other because my mom has lost a lot of hearing. Um, and it was pretty obvious last night, like she needs a hearing aid bad, bad. And she's, <laughs> I'm taking the garbage out. Oh, I'm taking the garbage out. She, it's night. It's so dark and then she's like 10 feet away and i'm like hey moo that's what i call my that's my nickname for my mom because she doesn't want to be called grandma i'm like hey moo like did you uh get the uh do you need blah 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 or do you have anything else you need and she was like standing there giving me this blank stare and i'm like 
Moo, did you hear me? What? Mom, do you need anything? Like, where? what other garbage do you need taken out? Are you talking to me? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Moo. Yes. I've said your name three times. I'm five feet away from you. I get the rest of the garbage. She goes in and holds the door for me. So I, I walk by her and I go, I'm going to introduce you to my friends who are deaf. So thank you for holding the door. I walk away being a smart ass. My mom goes, hey, Brandon. She gave it to me and she did it so smooth. I had no idea what she was about to do to me. And then all of a sudden my mom's like, take that. I'll show you my heart of hearing you son of a bitch. I'm like, oh man, my mom's, my mom's vicious when she gets into it. That's why I said selective hearing because she heard that part. Right? Like she picks what she wants to hear <laughs> when she wants to hear it. But uh, she has mom hearing. You know, or wife hearing, like husband hearing. I think we can relate it all in the same. I know there's times when I was with my significant others that I would purposely go deaf. Like, I would just be like, they'd be like, hey, can they you? They were probably and talking I shit, that's why. <laughs> they weren't always talking shit. They sometimes were just trying to be funny to me and pick on me. And I'm like, oh, I'll take it. Like, you know, but like when they'd be asking me to do something. Hey, Brandon, can you help fold the laundry I'm like what what laundry <laughs> no hable inglés el laundrio uh, I actually put the laundry in my car I put my laundry in my car I'm taking it tomorrow so it can get washed so I can move into my new place with no dirty washing I love that. I think I that is a phenomenal right. idea. Uh, what did you get into last night? Because I got to tell you about our episode of The H. I might have to wait for Jessica Dugas to come on for this one. Because the truth is, yesterday's episode was many, many things. Informative is the word I'm going to use. High is the other one. Because <laughs> he was definitely a wealth of knowledge, but I've never had an interview like this and never thought I would. So this was like a new thing for me, but it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, you know? So I'll tell you about that in a second. Tell me what you got into last night. After the show, we set up for a band that we interviewed. It wasn't a metal band. It was uh, more like rock, uh, stoned and gold. So stoned. that went very, very well. Yeah, stone, stone, stones, stones and gold. Stones and gold. Just make it sure I'm saying yes. it right. Stone, stoned goldies. <laughs> so, so we interviewed them and then um, we, there's one band that we really, really want to interview, uh, which is quite a big name in South Africa um, and, and, and that is, has quite a big following. So we've been asking them and begging them and 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 um, it, trying to get everybody together at the same time because they're very busy. It's so, so, so difficult. So we yeah. we are trying to, so we're literally waiting for them to just let us know if if we can interview them, them this week or if they'll postpone and do an extra and then we're going to do an extra uh, episode and everything. So we are holding thumbs. We hope we can close off with them. So, that's awesome. And, and that's, holding the podcast, thumbs. Yeah, holding thumbs. Like this. I don't know this term. 
What is holding uh, something? Uh, really? I thought this was... Okay, so when you say in, in Afrikaans, it is So this is your, th your, your thumb is a dame. It's a dame in, in, in Afrikaans. Yes. Are you doing dame? Hey, Dame. <laughs> so if you say I'm, I'm holding thumbs, it means you are holding techniques. Like, I hope it comes true, like we're holding thumbs. <laughs> so like we say yes. fingers crossed. It's the same yeah, type of concept. Crossed, like holding thumbs. <laughs> Heard. Heard. Oh, got it. Wow. Holding thumbs. Now, you also move in the next week. Yes, yes, I'm moving on Wednesday, Wednesday morning. I'll be moving oh. out where I am now and moving into a little container, a room in a box container situation. But it is so, it's such a beautiful place. And I told you there was a donkey and there's chickens and there's, there's sheep and everything. So I'll take pictures when I get there. And it's such a, it, it, it's a very rustic looking place. It is so beautiful. So is that excited. everywhere in South Africa? They just have animals no. walking around. You get to choose where you live by the animals. So, like, you could have rhinos <laughs> if you really can afford it. Yes, yes. You can literally have a, a, a farm with, with wild animals and stuff on them. There's a lot of wild animal farms, like, 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 where they go and hunt or, 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 or like, um, national parks where they can go and look at the animals as well. So... But there's a, lot of, there's, there's a lot of rich guys in South Africa that, where they, they, they invite the overseas guys to come and hunt here. And then they've got lion hunting and, and they, they shoot the giraffes and everything. I don't like that, but it's not what I, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that, killing animals. <laughs> but I do eat meat, so I get the point. Do not start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't I, went go down. I went to the shop and bought Boltong. No, no. No, 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 later, what? earlier. Bolta? Boltong, boltong. So it's meat, thick pieces of meat that they marinate and, and, and spice and then they hang it up to dry. And, and it's, it's a bull's so tongue. No, 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 it's steak. It's like like meat. They just call it boltong, boltong, oh. boltong. You know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to just trust you on this one. I don't know that one, but I'm going to hold my thumb. You want to see what it looks like? No, because I have vegans that watch our <laughs> show, and I don't want them writing in to say, Brandon, you showed this, and then I feel bad because I don't want them yelling at me and, like, whoo, so many things. But I'd be curious to try it one day. How's that? I'll, I'll, no, believe me, you have to, and you have never in your life tasted anything that good. But it makes you thirsty. So that's also why, uh, because it's dry, so it makes yeah. you thirsty, and there's a lot of salt in it, a lot of salt and spices. And that, that makes mm. sense. That makes yes. sense. So do you want to say hi to everybody with me? Mm. All right, guys. So do me a favor. If you haven't said hello yet, good morning. Please tell us why not? hi. <laughs> why? <yeah. laughs> okay. Elsa's getting a little what intimidating. Today? Uh, so today's hello will be tell us. We've done where you're from. We've done give us something you're proud of, stuff like that. What should they do today? How should they tell us hi? We got the good morning. Give give anybody, anybody just some positive vibes or a positive quote. Some Everybody's going to put their favorite positive quote? Yes, and then we can read them online and inspire the people because we're going into a, 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 the last weekend of August. 
We've had a full moon. I think there's a lot of things that's going on in people's lives. Uh, things get difficult. People are scared. Things are chaotic. Um, especially with this this vaccine and, and 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 everything just going around and people, I don't know, just losing it. I think we should just send out positive vibes and 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 so share, just share say- the love. If you want to do a quote to inspire everybody, or if you just want to say, I love you to somebody like I'm grateful for Brent Gordon, Brian Tracy, Jessica Dugas, Ilsa, Sherry McQueen, all of them. Like I could write all that out or I could say it because I get the camera. So yeah. (laughs) So no, yeah. Now while we're here, everybody go say hello. Give me your quotes. Tell me what you want for the week and how you're excited to spend the weekend because this weekend is my last weekend before I head down to see Miss Dugas. Uh, she has still been sending me pictures of her food, not as much as as before. Uh, I am extremely excited for that, but I'm also laughing at the fact that I saw the other day in Jessica's story that anybody that comes to stay at Jessica's house needs to make sure they bring like their own blanket or pillow. And I forget the exact quote of everything, but my response to that that was I sent her a meme or uh, uh, emoji going, hmm, I guess I'm glad I should know. And Jessica (laughs) is like on it. She's like, now you know. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Jessica and I talk (gasps) to each other in multiple facets. We go from (laughs) online to during the show to texting during the show. Like, last night, she's like, Brandon, like, ask him this. I need to know the answer of Knack. And I'm like, I'll try. I got you. And I tried asking again, and our guest was phenomenal. I want everybody to know last night's interview with Dr. Bob was absolutely one in a million. Like, he's coming back on. People didn't want him to go. His conversation was, like, so informative, and he's such a wealth of knowledge. But, man, unless you're paying attention, you're going to be lost. Like, he, you have to pay attention to what he's saying. Because he goes from, all right, so the earth started. Like with rocks and this and oh, blah, blah, and we're all stars and it came and I'm like, wait a minute. So are we the Earth or are we stars? <laughs> okay, water. And like I didn't get to where the cannabis plant came in until an hour and twenty minutes, and the interview was only supposed to be an hour. Like uh, I'm not going to Florida. I'm not going to Florida. Somebody just texted me and said, Brandon, I didn't know you were going to Florida. I'm not going to Florida. I'm going to Sweet Home Alabama. Where the Doogie's family lives, <laughs> we're all about to be singing with all seven Diver kids. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, on the spot, I'm proud of me. High five, Brandon. Yeah. So I am going to start reading the hellos. Are you ready, Elsa? Uh-oh. Elsa froze in the most amazing way. Oh, she unfroze. I didn't get to bring her in full screen. <laughs> she froze. <laughs> So ready? You get the first one. Go. Call it out. Tell her you love her. Morning, Sherry. She says, good morning, beautiful souls. Mwah, love and light. Mm. Jane, Stan- Jane Stanley. Hello, my delightful friends. Hello, Jane. Hello, Jane. <laughs> what? Did the show begin? Good morning, good morning. <laughs> the show has begun now. Has now ready? begun. I got a good one. Are you ready? Now? 
Happy, Happy Friday, Friday folks. folks. Don't do that to me, Stuart. I spent all day <laughs> yesterday telling everybody it was Tuesday, finding out I missed a couple meetings because it was Wednesday. And now it's Friday. Did I miss Thursday completely? Did do I, you know like, what happened to me? So no. Kathy sends me a Kathy sends me a message on LinkedIn. I must please send her my, my, my email address. So I send her a message. I said, okay, I'll do it Wednesday. So she sends a message back. It is Wednesday. <laughs> I'm like, really? Oh, we had Wednesday already? I, I met later I today. today? <laughs> right? How did I miss? Oh, I get it. All right, you ready? Next one. This one's all yours, and you better say it with pure love, okay? Morning. <laughs> Morning, Brian. I love it. Oh, I get this one. I get this one. Damn it, my screen moved. Ready? Fernando! I love Fernando. Uh, oh, Miss Ilsa, where can I find your shark training and swimming with giraffes videos? So people want to start seeing these videos. You're going to have to make sure you record them with the GoPro attached to your head. So when you dive in the water and the shark's like, oh, at your head, we have a good visual of it, okay? But, but, but uh, they must said I must put the, 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 the Wi-Fi on the giraffe's head. So I'll have That's to actually him in any to, to get like signal. That. Yeah. The next time you see a giraffe, I want you to just record yourself chasing him. Like, come here! Like, okay. And I, I, you don't have to put it online. Just send it to me so I can edit it in. Uh, Brian Tracy dropping knowledge on us. I didn't know this. Ilsa trained all the sharks for the Jaws movies. I had yeah, no idea. That was this my is... biggest project up to date. Really? That was in the 70s. I didn't know you, like, really could still be doing that. I thought you were, like, you are me. That's right. Uh, wow, that's great. Uh, ready? <laughs> My quote that I wrote, to be or not to be, that is the question, because you are either going to be in life or you're not going to be in life. Ask yourself that question. If you're going to take life by the horns or not, shut up, Jessica Dukas. I see you in the background going to me. She's like, I'm going to turn my damn camera up on this guy. Uh, Sherry McQueen says, hi, laugh love and live in the moment take uh to make the moment to make the memory son of a bitch elsa you just made <laughs> hi hi love 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 i don't what love love light and love in the moment to make the memories that is so beautiful i i think that is very beautiful ready here's a good one Ryan from Beyond I, Moving Pictures. I either. I thought it said Hitler. I either from a dark and gray place. The gold keeps me warm. But I need more. I'm a kosher dragon. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me where I am Hitler. The worst part is like he's Jewish, so there's like a randomness on both sides here because he's the guy I call the great Jew bear. And I'm like, I, I like Ryan, we didn't even pick a day to go get our lunch with our other friend, Joe, because we're gonna he's gonna be filming a commercial for Joe in downtown Cleveland, because that's what Ryan does. He does all this filming. He's like Oh, awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we're supposed to go to lunch this week, and him and I weren't able to make it happen. 
Ryan, we're going to make that happen because I leave next week to go see Jessica Dugas, and that's where I'm not allowed to make any other plans. She's told me already she'd kill me. She'd come to Cleveland, suffocate me in my sleep, and somehow my mom agreed to this. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left but could say I've used everything you gave me. Very well said, Jessica. Very well that said. Is way to be a, beautiful. Way to bring the the room back down from comedy. <laughs> my thermostat is set to the <laughs> thermostat is set to morgue is true. That was what it said. My thermostat is set to morgue. Make sure you bring your blankets if you're coming to visit me. Oh, I got a big one. Are you ready? You gotta get a big hello out here. Whoops, okay. ready? Go. CK, good morning. Hi, Elsa and Brandon. I want everyone to know that you are beautiful and loved. I love that. Uh, Oh, Elsa, thank you for your help. I am grateful. Oh, what'd you do for Sherry? It's a pleasure. I like to invite my my like-minded friends to to, to, uh, my friends' groups if they invite me. So I'm all in networking and and exposing everybody. And she invited me to a group and I felt at home. So I invited some friends of mine that's in the community as well to her page. I love that. I love that. You are an amazing human being, Elsa. I'm so glad. Uh, Ready? I'll do this one. This is Sarah Nelson. She says I'm not old enough for that, though that is very cool. So I think oh, she's I saying think? that. I think she's saying that about you being able to be the shark trainer for Jaws. Oh. Like you're, not, you're not old enough for that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but I trained you know. baby sharks when I was a baby. <laughs> Her mom was the one that taught the Jaws sharks, and Ilsa just took over the family business. The Gosh, legacy. <laughs> the legacy. I'm so technical. Don't uh, Brian do you <laughs> Brian Tracy says his motivational quote for the day is when life gives you lemons, make some damn coffee. That's how I read it, at least. Beyond Moving Pictures (laughs) is moved. Right. He is. I am cooking for a food company soon. For once, I won't be filming. And that's kind of ironic because I'll be honest, guys. Jessica Dugas might be the vegan chef of chefs, and she's going to, like, make me eat everything. She's going to be like, here's your root chakras. Eat this color. Here's your... (laughs) Here's your balance chakras. Eat this. It's not meat, mother. You know, that's just, I picture how Jessica talks to me. That's just how it goes. You should, her name in my phone is Jessica the Yeller. But I'm, I'm getting a double middle finger. I, oh, I feel she's, like, she's going to make ticks in her book for all the slaps she needs to give you when you get there. I'm going to get down there and Phil's going to be like, I owe you this one. Wham! Like right in the nose. And he's like, Jessica said, you, you needed to be caught up. Like you're way ahead on like needing slaps. Your mom's not keeping up with it like she's supposed to. Like, you know, the daily beatings are not happening for Brandon anymore. Sorry, guys. I started to enjoy him a little too much. Sorry. Oh, got a king. Oh, Jane says hello, CK. Hello, Miss Sarah. I love it, guys. I love it. So, Elsa, we're going to be diving into talking. Brandon will be shitting for a week. 
<laughs> Sherry McQueen comes out and she's like, yeah. Well, here's my thing. Jessica, How I'm going to be down there with you for at least a few days in Alabama. With eating all of this food and eating healthy with you guys and running around with Phil and selling cars for a week, how am I – she's shaking her head. No, you're not selling a single damn car, Brandon. Don't even think about it. Don't even try it. I don't think you could, okay? I could sell a car better than I could sell my CBD. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's I, I, used hope- to be a, I used to be a second-hand car salesman. Sales lady. Salesperson. Salesperson. Sales individual, that, sales that representative, guy. <laughs> that guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, like last night, I got to interview Dr. Bob, and we learned all about how the cannabis plant and us evolved, and how we evolved through plants, through water, through science, through proteins. He taught me something that blew my mind. And it's something that we've heard before. We learned in science class, but don't think about. He literally was explaining how one strand of DNA is three yards long. And then he was explaining how if you take your entire DNA system, you could go back and forth to the sun multiple times. And I'm sitting there Like, yeah, my mouth hit the floor with that because I'm like, there's no way that our body has that much. And then he's explaining how the stars and how the way the sun helps make plants grow and it feeds the plants and what we put into our bodies and how the mind works. Like he connected the mind to the spine, to the stomach and why exercise is the fire in your in your stomach to get you going, to have your mind get going. And that's why I'm bald. I burned up all the hair apparently because all your heat leaves out the top of your head. So I learned that yesterday. I finally realized why I'm bald. And he literally, (laughs) whether that's true or not, we'll find out later. But he literally was taking the, like so much of the earth and showing us how we connect with it and how our bodies have evolved with this. Um, the energy of Delight's Digital Cafe with Brandon and Elsa is phenomenal. The show feels so, feel, the show now feels so next level and global. Gosh, that's that our goal, so guys. Beautiful. God, that like, my heart just skipped a beat. Like for real, it's not me even being like emotional, but it is a little bit. Um, I really do love that because that's the goal is I, I, I truly see this being a platform for us all to build our best selves. And that's what we say. And I, I even if you disagree with something our guests say, guess what? You're allowed to disagree with them. <laughs> Just have the don't get what the emotion overtake you because we're going to have controversial guests. Mm. I'm going to disagree with some of our guests, even if I'm sitting here shaking my head. Yes. Like, oh, oh Interesting. I'm going to find a way to bring it up another way. (laughs) Yeah, really? So which side of the barn were you born on? Oh, under the barn? Got it. Like, it's you got to just roll with the punches. You feel the energy of what it is and don't let them get to you because that's an energy we don't need to take. Last night, Brandon and Ilsa for president in 2024. I'd be the vice president. I'll let you be president. No, but I have to do all the work. Bullshit. Have you not seen it? President? Want, that's, that, that's too much responsibility. I just want to be responsible for myself, please. Wow, that got shot down real fast. So, <laughs> like, you're this like, has been I... the most boring job ever running a country. You know what? I saw you just... something. So, I, Go I, on. I, I saw something on Facebook. So, so 
I've been trying for a while to get into America and it's difficult getting a, a, a visa when you're from South Africa. But I actually saw a, 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 a post on, on Facebook that they've got another another type of, of, of visa that actually gives you a jump start, but you need to invest in America. I'm like, that's a bit unfair. <laughs> Sorry, I just, just because I don't have money, I don't have money. You don't want me in your country. It's like that's not nice. <laughs> so wait, if you had a work visa, would you be able to come here? I'm struggling to get a work visa. So what I did is I got a B two visa, um, or, or applied for a B two visa. So I'm going on the 25th of Jan. So that's for 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 six months, I think. Yeah, for being in the country for six months. But they, uh, uh, the, the, the guy that's from South Africa that actually got hold of me and told me how to do this through me just applying for jobs. Um, and, and, and then one of the guys that worked with him says, oh, this girl's from South Africa. And he actually phoned me and explained to me how he got there. And, 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 and he said um, he got a B2 visa and he went there and, and found somebody to give him a job. And then they just swapped around his visa to a work visa because he was already there and he paid his own way there and everything. So that is what I, where I am at, at in this stage, is waiting for my, for my appointment. I'm just curious if you could get a work visa for certain things, like what, like what, what your restrictions you are. You can. For 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 H you you get the H one and H two I think um, visas, but then you need someone to sponsor you, and they don't sponsor you if you don't have a degree or or, or something like that. You have to have a high education level and be a specialist in your field before they 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 uh, that makes sense. You gotcha interesting 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 ilsa i think we need to have a second opinion on this one are you ready for a second opinion i think your internet went down ilsa yep i think her internet went down ladies and gentlemen please do me a favor and welcome the one the only jay duga Good morning, and Jessica. Hold on, let's Happy see if Thursday. Still frozen. She's still frozen. Hi, Jess. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you this morning? I am wonderful. Jessica, before the show, is all like, "Ah, oh, Brandon, let me tell you as I'm doing my makeup." Then she comes on and she's like, "Hi, God. hi." <laughs> Listen, we are all multifaceted people. Do you understand? Like we have no. different sides of us. But listen, the, the great thing about Brandon Croucher, ladies and gentlemen, is that whether he's off the screen or on the screen, he is the king of fish stories and <laughs> likes to embellish literally everything that's going on. Yes, I was giving him the bird behind the scenes, but um, I did. that was not a lie. However, <laughs> literally everything else he says is complete and utter bullshit. Everything from yesterday's 
at yesterday's interview to going down to visit you guys and selling cars <laughs> with Big D. But you know, this is my husband. My husband is like that too. Um, and so you guys, I, 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 somebody, somebody was talking to me yesterday and they were like, well, how does, how does your husband feel about Brandon coming down there? You know, and he might be at work. I said, listen, I'm more worried about those two running off together. <laughs> yes. Like the truth be told, I plan to probably go to work with him one day, just <laughs> being honest. Like I'll drive out there. Brandon needs to look at a car. Why does Brandon need to look at a car? Why? Because Phil Douglas is going to sell it to me. That's all I want. I want the big D. Wait, that doesn't sound right. But it's true. I mean. <laughs> I, did you see what CK said? Now, Jessica, I have to do some repairs on my dragon staff. I plan to do them this weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay. But CK says, Brandon, you know that you are burn <laughs> that you burn all your hair while spinning fire. Tell the truth. So the truth is, nope, didn't do that. I burned my arm hair. But my head hair has been gone since I was 16, and that was me just lighting like garbage cans on fire. Are you like, like are you like what Caillou looks like grown up? Who? Do you not know Caillou? The kids, I know the kid Caillou's a cartoon. The Caillou's a cartoon, and the kid's been bald since he was four. Um, like yeah. he's four in the cartoon, but he's bald. And there's like all of these theories of like Caillou might have cancer. Caillou, and, and when you ask Alexa why uh, Caillou, like why Caillou is bald, apparently she, Alexa says that earlier in the creation of this cartoon, Caillou was supposed to be younger. And when they, and then they decided to make him four. And when they put hair on him, nobody recognized him anymore. And so they just kept him bald. That's it. So, hey, Arnold's bald. Um, uh, Stewie Griffin's bald. But this kid is four. Stewie Griffin's a baby that talks. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he, it's different though because he talks like you know he talks kind of like an adult, and so Caillou's like, "Hey, mom," you know, like. It's <laughs> so he sounds like me too. He's like, "I'm not." I <laughs> Jessica's face. Yep, yep, that's you, B. <laughs> Oh, so true. Uh, apparently, Brian Tracy's is Brandon and the fish. His hoodie and the blowfish tribute brand. <laughs> I love oh, Miss Ward corrected you, though. Oh, wait, wait, where, where? Hold on, hold on. Oh, my God, there's a lot more comments. Hey, Arnold has blonde hair. Oh, damn. She is, like, coming at me. She's like, yeah, I know my hey, Arnold. What you this want with that, This drops the knowledge no matter whether we're talking about Jesus or cartoons. I know. She's up here. She's like, here, Elsa, listen to me. Listen. Listen, Elsa. Listen. Listen, Elsa. Elsa, we shall believe in the Most High God to bring you wherever is needed to get you where you want to be, albeit a work visa or everything else. I had to read it in that tone because I started with that. Sorry. You guys what? see what I mean? Do you see what I mean here? Brandon, just take yourself off the screen. Okay. <laughs> Elsa, good to see you, Hi. my friend. <laughs> I'm back. I don't know this 
we get some dips yeah i don't know if it's because everybody's at home now and then they just everybody's wi-fi go on and the signal is horrible in this area so i can't wait to move i just can't wait to move I'm, I'm, I decided I'm going to set up like a GoFundMe for all of my friends who have crap internet. So like, uh, you miss Ford is one of them. I uh, had to call you, call you out on that miss Ford. Cause I, I get so frustrated because Cheryl does come with all of this knowledge. And then when mm -hmm. we're talking to her, the internet, like we're just too powerful for the internet. That's what I, we that's all. What I, <laughs> I'm going with that. Um, and good morning, Britt Brat. And I, I have not, I love people that are like that are bald and little bald babies but at four <laughs> <laughs> little bald babies i loved my little bald but well none of mine were actually bald but god he came back <laughs> never mind he's gone <laughs> <laughs> i spy i spy um yeah so would you come back here and please get little bald Brandon baby? Uh, he's kind of, he's like, he's bald going backwards Brandon. now. Started out bald, got a little hair. Now he's going back to bald. He's regressing. I am. I like, all right. So I haven't shaved my head in four days. Now watch, you ready? You can't tell. Oh, he's just a little bald. But if I go like this and I lean my head, you see the horseshoe. You see where God sneezed while making me and it goes down <laughs> and then up. Like, I don't know how I've never seen a bald guy have like a jerk like this. And mine goes like, beep, beep. And I'm like, if I let my hair grow just that one spot where it goes up and down, it would look like I have a bald spot on the right side of my head. But the hair that's combed over goes to the, is like just popping out of nowhere. I see um, your face. My grandpa had a horseshoe like that. Really? With the dint? Well, a horseshoe, <laughs> but not the other weird stuff. <laughs> right, God didn't sneeze while making your grandpa bald. <laughs> while God was making me, he's like, oh, God, this one's special. Let's give him something up extra right down here and a little up here. Yeah, but See, but, but God didn't need to do that. Baldness <laughs> runs in the family as well. It doesn't. Gee, I'm gonna go All right, hold on. Before no. I do this. I'm going to go, I, I, not today, but I will grab pictures of my family. My dad's dad, my mom's dad, my grandpa on both sides, both of them all have hair. My Every mom, my Aunt Betty. <laughs> God, they had hair too. Like, like, I was proud of them for having hair. Like, I, I come along. I am the first kid of all crouchers to be <laughs> Like, everybody in my age bracket has hair. All of my cousins have hair. One cousin who is just a little older than me on my dad's side has a like yamaka bald spot, like, and it's a perfect circle. And I'm like, <laughs> how did I lose the hair for everybody? <clears throat> Only on Java Delight can we spend an entire hour talking about baldness. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Dugas, tell us what you have coming up because <laughs> now I'm joking. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think, do we have anybody that's bald for our event coming up in December? <laughs> yeah. Who's your bald singers? I don't think we have a bald singer coming. I'm going to, I'm going to check myself really quick. Oh, we do. We do. We have one and you know him because he's been on. Yeah. He has, I know who he is. He's me and him are pizza eating besties now. <laughs> 
Who, Brandon? He also want to be a pizza eating bestie. No, I have a question. Okay. The <laughs> dough has eggs in it, and the pizza has cheese on it. How does a vegan eat pizza? On what planet does dough have egg in it? The one it only that has. This is a, this is my universe in this scenario, so we're gonna go with that. <laughs> um, most pizza dough, fun fact, and this is the Sicilian speaking, and does not have egg in it. <laughs> I have used your joke so Isn't many it the times. Pasta, pasta has egg in it. Pasta. Uh, Ray Coates is the beautiful bald man that's going to be one of our our guests on <laughs> um, one of our artists on a musical evening of giving. Um, everyone else has hair. Um, I feel like one of the musicians in Ted Yoder's band may be bald, but I can't see it in the in the photo because he has a hat on. Talk yes. to us about it, Jess. What is this? This is our event coming up in December, um, sponsored by Baviva Foods and Delight Cafe CBD. Uh, the benefit is completely nonprofit, so every penny of the ticket sales is being split evenly between overcoming odds and the Weiss scholarship foundation so literally people all over the world can benefit from the money raised from this concert and it features several of the musicians that have been on the breakthrough show including Fangalil, uh, Rory Kelly, Abby Miracle, the Ted Yoder Band, Kevin Kiley, Lisa Pinnock, Ivinder Carlson, uh, Olivia Ambani and Ray Coates, as well as some more that I cannot drop the names yet, but they are coming soon. And um, I, I posted, did you see the um, the map that I posted? Yeah, I did. The one of the world. And it has all the spots of where everybody is that's going to be participating, right? Yes. I reshared that, it. That was exciting for me to see that. I, it, it really I, was. I had to reshare it because it was such an, a, 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 it's a map of the entire world. And then Jessica has points like Google points all over of That's where so all the nice. artists are. Oh, it was so cool. I was so like, Oh, share this shit. Boat, go Facebook, do your thing. And like it, you know, did its thing, but like yeah. for real, Jessica, you did great with that. And you have people from Africa mm -hmm. to like you, it was everywhere. Africa. I, the UK, Iceland, several points in the United States, Canada, Iceland. Wow. Iceland. Yes, Ivinder Carlson was one of our one of my guests from earlier on in the season, and he's an incredible musician, um, and just super quirky and fun. And uh, I, I love it. I love. He's amazing. So I'm excited that he is one of our recent um, signups for artists and I'm excited about that. And I and I have my headliner now, but I can't drop it yet. No! Jessica Douglas, that's twice now you've done that to me. Do you Are know you? what kind of temper tantrum I can throw? Well, I'm, I'm excited and I'm excited because everybody needs to know that the early bird tickets are on sale now. So you can go to a musicaleveningofgiving.com and you can get the tickets there. Um, discounted until the end of September and then they go up to regular price. And if you are one of the Breakthrough Show Network supporters through our Discord, um, you can you also have another 10% off 
um, the tickets as well. So there's a coupon code for those of you that are um, one of our supporters. You can look on Discord in the supporter chat for your exclusive code for another discount on top of the already early bird discount. So it's awesome. So what you're telling me is I can get a discount on a discount on a discount and it counts? No, but that sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> But you, because we want that. Look at, I, I mean, I, I did the. I, I want to encourage people to get their tickets early, and and, but we also want to remember that this is for charity, and and so you know when I've talked to people about different things, um, you know, about the thing, people tend to be like, you know, what am I getting for discount? What am I getting for free? And I could absolutely, I'm here for haggling on a normal day. But when we're talking about giving back, when we're talking about giving from our hearts, we should just give from our hearts because we want to give from our hearts, period, end of story. Like, right. You, you know, not to expect, um, you know, everybody involved, we're, we're doing a lot for them as far as promotion and um, everybody's going to get a swag bag and there's a lot of fun things going on behind the scenes. But for the most part, it's like doing it out of the kindness of your heart. And I will tell you that the band that I spoke with yesterday um, about headlining the event, um, they, their words to me were, you know, cause I, cause I said, you know, I, I, this is our first event. I, I realistically don't know how many people are going to buy tickets. I can't, because it's the first time we've done it. And so, um, he was like, you know, it's for charity. Even if you sell a couple tickets, that's a win because it's the money's not, you're not pocketing that it's going to people that need it. And so that's how I knew like, yes, I picked a good, <laughs> I picked a good band here. So um, I'm excited to announce that once um, they're all officially signed paperwork and all of that fun stuff. Um, and it would be awesome before I talk about what's on the breakthrough Friday, if Brett wants to play the little teaser that we have going on. I was just about to say, Jessica, you have a teaser, don't you? We are excited. And so I, I have a little, I have a surprise surprise. Um, yeah. So if we can sell at least five tickets during this broadcast today, 
So if you go and buy a ticket, buy, buy five tickets bought, and you got a comment down below that you bought a ticket so that Brandon can see it and show it on the screen, five tickets, I'm going to give away a copy of Brett Weiss's book. Um, he, he donated a whole bunch of his books to the cause. So Brett Weiss is the founder of the Weiss Scholarship Foundation. So I will give away a copy of his book if we can sell five tickets during the show, a musical evening of any, any level of ticket, base ticket, VIP ticket, all of that. Uh, I will give away a book by the end of the show. Five, five tickets ticket. sold. That's it. Right, five I'll, tickets. I'll, I'll make you a deal, Jess. Okay. Does all five people get a book or... One, I'm going to give away one book to one of the five people. I'll draw a name. Perfect. So will you do me a favor? Yes. When you draw the name and you get their address, I'll throw a box of delight in too. Hey, a box that of way. delight and a book so you can be delighted while you're reading. <laughs> there you go, guys. Go get your tickets. Five tickets. I have nothing today. to throw in. <laughs> I have used, I have used it. <laughs> Elsa will give you a five-minute one-on-one conversation with her. She'll interview you and talk about the Stone Daisies and her show. She's gonna be. She's gonna come on and be like, "Guys, we're gonna have a wonderful concert. It is the Stone Daisies." I just love how she says Stone Daisies. Stone it's always, Daisies. It's like the cute. I, I, I'm in a meeting the other day with somebody who watches the show, and they literally go. Your new co-host has the best accent ever. Can you hire her as a sales rep? Because I think Americans would buy just for her accent. And I'm like, oh, Brian Tracy, you are a hero. Guys, here's the link right now. Go get your ticket. Come back. Comment done. We'll sit here and wait quietly. Oh, my God. That's a, Listen, easier link, you guys, right here. That's he a trying. long. That's, it, he was. That was. That's a long. <laughs> I'm like, that's a big one. I thought I had it right with this one. A musical evening of giving. That is correct. Com. That's oh, correct. I just thought maybe I spelled something wrong. It doesn't I, let me because I'm not an I'm not an admin. It doesn't when Brian types it, people can click on it and it makes it an actual hyperlink. When you guys type it from the back end and when I type it, it doesn't show as a hyperlink. Really? I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Guys, do me a favor. Go click on Jessica Dugas's face right now. If you click on her face, it will take you directly to whoop. <laughs> Jessica, everybody's walking away. They're going. Maybe we're just boring right now, but they're literally running away to go buy tickets. We're, <laughs> we're watching the audience go, come back, tell us, I bought my ticket, done, deal. Give me my, not my delight, bitch. Whoop. That's what I want to hear. That's it. Give me my <laughs> well, I want to I want to share what's coming up on on the breakthrough show on Friday because um, I have two amazing women. So normally the show is set up to where we do hot topics and entertainment, and then we do like the inner the conversation, and then we do more of the hot topics and entertainment at the end. But this is an episode where we're doing back-to-back -back powerful interviews. We have two conversations, uh, one with um, Karen Vincent and the next one with Jamie Hearn. And both of these women are coaches who are working with other women. So women serving women. I love the energy of that, the mm. sisterhood of it. And um, Karen has amazing story of transformation herself when she was really kind of starting her 
own personal development journey. And she like, it was very similar to me where we, I kind of thrive on new beginnings. I love a Monday. I love a morning. I love a new year. I love a birthday. I love the symbolism of starting something fresh and new, even though you can obviously start something fresh and new at any moment at any time. But I love that. Um, uh, I love that, that energy of that. Um, do I have to add a shipping address or can I do the shipping address is because, um, I am, <laughs> I'm very particular about, uh, sending things in the mail. I like to send thank you notes and whatnot, but if you want to put Brandon's address, you could totally put Brandon's address. So it's up to Brandon. Um, yeah, I'll give it to you. So, uh, she, she talked about, you know, that it can, you can wait for the right time to start something or you can just start. And she talks about a lot of the different things about the importance of not starting with too much or going like kind of like what Lisa was sharing yesterday um, and something that Lisa taught me as well about, cause I get real excited and I'm like, I'm gonna work out for two hours every day starting right now. And then my body's like, what in the hell are you doing? 20 what minutes into the workout. Yeah. Calm yourself. <laughs> And so um, we're not doing this. I'm not part of this. Yeah, your brain's like, I got this. Your body's like, sit the fuck down. Jessica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and so, but uh, Karen shares a similar message, but she also talks a little bit about, you know, when you start to make those changes, the, your relationships can change as well. And some people might look in and not really understand your journey or understand why you're making the choices that you're making. And then the same thing, um, Jamie Hearn, the next interview, um, she is actually an attorney, but she, she's she says that she came out of the broom closet as she calls it, um, as a spiritual intuitive. And so her, her family and her friends are kind of like, Aren't you, aren't you? Cause attorney and, you know, me, psychic medium are like, not, not things that you would, yeah, you would not associate with one another. And so, um, we talked a little bit about, you know, what happens, um, you know, if a client, an attorney client finds out like what your other life, so to speak. And she said, she, she talked a little bit about how she had this one experience where her, she, she does, um, uh, estate, uh, law. So she helps people with their wills and all of that. And she had people in her office and the kids Googled her and some of her like more woo woo stuff came up and they asked her about it. And she's like, yes, I do that. But, I also do this and I'm amazing at both things. And so we really had this, a great conversation about the multidimensionality of us as humans and how we tend to have this idea that we're supposed to have this one thing and be good at that. When there are several of us who love, don't just love, but we are passionate about and we're, we're good at a lot of things. And, and so we kind of, from the other side of the table, we have to stop pigeonholing people to, you can only do that one thing and be good at that one thing and allow people to explore all the different areas that they want to excel in. Um, Sherry, I will have to look that up for you, but her name is, her name is Jamie Hearn. And, uh, if you mean practice law, I'm not positive. Um, and so I'm not sure what States she's, um, 
what do you call it? licensed in. So I'd have to look that up for you. But anyway, um, yes, that's the Eventbrite link as well to the tickets that Brian is sharing too. Um, but yeah, so uh, both of these conversations on Friday, uh, tomorrow, really focus on that we need to make the changes in our lives and, it, and allow ourselves to explore all of the different aspects that we want, that are, we're interested in, that we're passionate about, that we want to excel in without worrying so much what other people are going to think. Um, and, and when they do comment, it kind of has you ask the question, what are you going to do about it? You know, are, are you going to just allow that, um, you guys to agree to disagree, so to speak, or are you going, are you, is it not going to be a good relationship for you anymore? What is your, what is your process going to be if, is, if that happens and has that happened to you before? I think that's going to be, and that's tomorrow's show on the breakthrough show. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be a good one. Uh, my, I love the quote that I, she comes out of the broom closet because that yeah. is, that's just creative to catch people's attention. I love that. Uh, early bird platinum VIP. Can't wait for the show. We got yeah. one down. We got. I know there's a second one in here. I know there's more coming. Five tickets sold. You can win a box of delight and a, and a book from Jessica Dugas and a five minute session with Ilsa alone talking about music. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Nothing else, you perverts. Okay, don't be out here being all creepy. All right, we don't need that this morning. It's Thursday now, Jessica. Tonight, I, I'm giving you one minute, one minute to talk your smack because we have a really good episode of Between the Squares. That is not the name of the show. <laughs> one square at a time, where we're talking about Pete's Dragon. The 2016 and the 1977 version. You're taking 77. Brett's taking 2016. Am I correct? Yes. And you're going to compete to say which one is better and which one teaches us more about leadership and life. Jessica, defend yourself now before Brett Gordon gets on here, even though he just <laughs> bought a ticket VIP pass to your show. I know. Too. I feel like I need to be like, oh, I, I Brett, set you that win. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I gotta yeah. no. Brett is my arch nemesis now because, look, the, he he used a specific word when we were talking about this when he was on on Tuesday that it's very hokey, and I will agree. But it's kind of one of those very campy, you know, you either love it or you don't kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and my kids, like we have, I remember watching it to death when I was little. My kids have watched it over and over again. We found out that um, my son's boyfriend had never seen it before. And so we watched it with him while he was here. And like all of it, <laughs> I just love it. Cause I'm like, you can't come in my house. It's, it's, you'll, you'll learn this when you get here, Brandon, if you are in my house and I find out that you haven't watched a movie that I love, I'm like, Drop it. We're going to watch it right now. I do have one question since I'm bringing the staff with me to spin fire and everything. Mm -hmm. All right. Should I bring the projector screen so we can watch one of your movies at night? We have projector. Do you, like, the 25 foot blow up? 
We don't have a blow up, but that's all we use in the house is projectors. We don't have TVs. But uh, my question to you is not that because yours is in the house. <laughs> I don't want to sit in the, you and Phil's bed. I'm figuring that's where I'm sleeping already, but I don't want to sit in you and Phil's bed and watch movies with you two. Bless your heart. You don't understand about Alabama heat. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely do Ohio heat. Should I be warned? Like, where, well, my, like well, we know that my house is set to morgue, so you'll be fine inside, <laughs> but outside is another story. <laughs> You can, yes, you can bring the blow, bring the blow. The kids will love that. I'll throw them outside. I will sit and watch from my office window. Or, I was thinking at night too. Is it at yeah. night that hot? Yeah. <laughs> the face. Oh, I'm scared now. I'm going down to Alabama to die. Apparently you're going to melt. Like I sweat, like standing here, I'm sweating. So how am I going to be able to do a whole heat? Right, you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Dukas has the breakthrough show tomorrow. Make sure to tune in. Give her some love. Give her some appreciation. I also want everybody to know we're going to be interviewing in the next few minutes a amazing guest. Her name is Christine Handy. She is a best-selling author of Walk Beside Me. She's a motivational speaker, a model, and she really is. Guys, she looks like she's 21. I have no idea how old she is, but we're going to keep her in that age bracket, all right? Mm. She's a humanitarian, a mentor, a mother, a writer. She's a student at Harvard right now getting her master's degree in creative writing and literature. She's on the board of two nonprofits, E-Beauty and the People of Purpose. And I believe if I read her, her uh, website correctly, she is a breast cancer survivor. Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Tell mm -hmm. Jessica Dugas that uh, you love her. You're going to buy your tickets. You're going to be there. But Four say more. Hello. Four more. We're close. Four more. Four more tickets. But help us spread love, passion, and welcome Miss Christine Handy. Online. Hi, oh, everybody. Hi, Christine. How are you? Hi. I love that intro. <laughs> I'm reading it like five times before the show. I'm like, don't mess up her name. Don't make any inappropriate jokes or like make her feel comfortable <laughs> at first and then be perverted with her. Let her know how it is. So, Christine, you have. Oh, I, I'm I'm so excited you're here for real Thank because, you. like, first off motivational speaker, inspirational, mom of two, don't look old enough to have two kids. So let's just keep that there. And you're always going like, there. Uh, my, I read your bio on your website, like a bunch, and there is always purpose in pain. Yeah. I read that and was so excited to have you on because you are expressing a different side of pain and finding the positive in it. You are yeah. looking through the, the window and saying, F pain, I'm going to take it. So, Christine, yes, give us hi. a little bit about you and how amazing you are. Don't sugarcoat it at all. Just give us the facts of the cool. <laughs> well, you're the best. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. It's always, always a privilege to share my story. I find storytelling to be the greatest gift you can give people oh, so that goodness. there is empathy and compassion in this world and that we don't feel so alone mm -hmm. in our own journeys. <laughs> And um, if I could scream it from the mountaintops, I'd do it every single day. I think so many people can be so um, uh, selfish with their stories, right? 
and afraid, right? Pride and ego gets in the way. So I'll tell you a little bit about, about me. I um, was diagnosed with cancer in 2012, October 1st. Literally, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I was di diagnosed at 9 a.m. on October 1st, so I had to see pink the entire month. It became my least mm. favorite color. <laughs> I almost I'm wore so pink today. I'm just... I have pink on. I always no, have I actually, pink. I actually so. love it now. But for the whole month, like for the whole month, I'm looking at pink advertisements on TV, mm. billboards, and every company in the world wants to have a part of it. You know, they're they're using the, the breast cancer for ads and all these other things. And I'm like, I couldn't even get away from it. And so, but I just had on the month before a few, my my arm was just fused. And that's a whole nother terrible story. And so I had literally a cast from my fingertips to my shoulder. And I was just trying to figure out how was I going to live the rest of my life with a fused right arm? Cause now I was handicapped and I had gone from being a thriving mother, model, wife to being a sickly woman needing constant care and attention with my arm and now cancer. And I was facing 28 rounds of chemo an aggressive form of cancer. And who knew how many surgeries. And it was in those early days of my diagnosis where I was like, how, how did I get here? And what am I going to do with this? And one of my friends said to me, she's well, within like the first 30 days, first of all, let me go back since we're not sugarcoating it. Yes. Because, don't sugarcoat it. Because my arm had just been fused and bone grafted. I had cadaver bone in my arm. And how because, did you break your arm? How, how did you break it? I got to ask that. So I, I literally wrote it and I don't want to like miss that question. So I did not break it. I tore a ligament in my right wrist. Now, if you want to go there, I will go there. This is Let's an, this is an Let's interesting go. story. So I went around Dallas, which is where I lived at the time. And I picked the best doctor, the Stanford grad. And I chose him to do the surgery, right? Yeah. So all's good, right? The Stanford grad, he, he got his diploma from an Ivy League school. This surgery is going to go like no big deal. So the surgery, I had the surgery. And six weeks later, they took off the cast. And within two days, my arm ballooned. Like my arm looked like my thigh bone, but that wasn't the worst of it. The pain was so intense, I could not get out of bed. And so I called, I called my doctor, it was a Sunday, which I was really afraid to call him because you know, we're taught as women to respect authority, to treat authority higher than ourselves. So gosh, we can't, we can't disrupt a doctor on a Sunday and their schedule. Now, I totally don't believe that anymore, but at the time I did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I called the doctor shamefully, like, oh, you know, I'm so afraid I'm gonna call the doctor. So I called the doctor on a Sunday and he told me I over iced it. Bullshit. Sorry. I, be I believed him. I believed him because he went to Stanford and he had a medical degree and I didn't. And so for the next mm. several months, he did what, like within the first two weeks, he put a, he did a surgery where he put he, he kind of cut a nerve in my neck so that the nerve from my hand wouldn't cause pain and suffering. And I thought, okay, well, he knows what he's doing. And then he diagnosed me with this disorder called RSD, which is basically your brain is telling your limb, for me, it was my arm, that there was pain and trauma and that, but there really wasn't, right? So he basically said it was in my head. He basically said it was in my head. He labeled me as a hysterical housewife. And so all these months, when he was doing this to me, bullying me, I, he sent me to a physical therapist 
far away from his office. Like he wanted me oh, far away. Now looking back, like from a bird's eye's perspective, it's so simple mm. to figure out what he was doing, right? But when you're in when you're in tremendous pain, you depend on the people around you. That's true of everybody. And so I believed, I believed him and other people that were telling me that I was in with the best doctor. And so I went I went to physical therapy for months, months. But every day that I went, I shed tears. I was in so much pain. I was losing my hair. I was losing weight. I was unable to take care of my family and my children. I was depending on my family and my friends. And ultimately, I got up the courage to see a second opinion because my 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 Stanford doctor told me that I shouldn't see a second opinion. That would be insulting to him. When I finally saw a second opinion, the doctor took one X-ray. Every bone in my wrist was broken. <laughs> that had fallen into a pile at the base of my wrist. There was no cartilage left. I was in surgery that day to dig out as much infection as possible because it was traveling up my arm. So I had infection that was undiagnosed, misdiagnosed for seven months. Oh no. <laughs> so let's just start there. Then I have not had a day, now that was 10 years ago. I have not had a single day without pain for 10 years because of what that doctor did to me. Not a single day. Like and right now, I'm in pain. This I, second. I don't, I don't want to ask this, but I'm going to ask this. Wouldn't that give you the grounds for a lawsuit? And I'm not a sue happy person in any I'm way. I think that's a, that's a very serious thing. It's your right hand. It's what you use for, I'm assuming, writing. And if you live in a cold area, like up north, like we do, I do in Cleveland, yeah. Ohio, when the snow hits, that wrist is going to hurt 10 times more. I know that by me having bad joints and being right. old myself. Like yeah. just, you know, yeah. I, could you have sued him for oh, no, we did. Yes, I Okay. Did. I, I did. Well, here, just, here's, here's, here's the problem with that, right? So I sued him because I'm, I've never sued anybody in my, my life. And it was actually very traumatic to sue him. I was suing him when I was going through chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. How messed up! Oh. Is it? I had to walk into mediation. The guy, the guy was standing there. The doctor was standing there, and I was bald because I was going through chemotherapy. And so, anyway, we did sue him. We won, but in the state of Texas, which is where I lived at the time, you get no money. You basically it it, it either goes to the lawyers, and then you get nothing. And but it was I did sue him for money. I wanted, of course, I wanted you know, my out of pocket expenses to be paid, which by the way, they weren't, but I wanted him to not do this to somebody else. I wanted to show that my children that I was standing yes. up for myself. Mm. And this is, and this is when I started to stand up for myself actually. Um, mm. And then, so I was up in New York city. I found a doctor that would, that would fuse my arm because oftentimes in medical malpractice suits, doctors won't take cases. New doctors won't take on bad doctors cases because it's, it's a liability. Yeah. And so I found a really oh. great, I know it's crazy what happens. So I found a great doctor in New York city and I was up in New York city for my six week post arm fusion checkup. I, I didn't even know what that looked like. Like, how was I going to drive a car? How was I going to take care of kids? How was I going to do laundry? I didn't know. Right. I'm in a, this cast from my fingertips to my shoulder and I'm in the shower at a hotel. And what I had done for months and months with various casts on my arm for the past month, several months, I had taken liquid soap and poured it over my shoulder to wash my chest. Okay. I was in this hotel 
I called the front desk and I said, I need, I need some liquid soap. I've got a cast on, I can't use a bar of soap. And they said, too bad, we don't have any liquid soap. So I took this bar of soap, I've got my arm outside of the shower, I'm trying to wash my body, I'm trying to go to this doctor's appointment. And I take this bar of soap and I, and I start to wash my chest and I feel a lump in my breast. And I'm looking around going, there's no way, I'm 41 years old. I have no family history of cancer. I am an athlete, I am a model, I am a mother. There's no chance I have breast cancer. Five days later, I'm sitting at home by myself and I get a phone call saying, you have breast cancer. And the only question I asked him was, am I gonna die? And he didn't even answer. <laughs> oh my God, heart that's racing, that's scared that's as shit. Real. Oh. Scared oh as shit, yes. Like, yes. scared, yeah. Oh, and by the way, you. You yeah. get one F word, so choose it wisely. <laughs> we che we cheer it because I that like when people use it in the right way. So you could say he effed up, and I totally lay into him if you wanted. But don't oh, worry, use no, the no. F word. Use it wisely because we like to cheer that on. Yeah, uh, so I'll choose it later. But listen, I I could be carrying all of that bitterness and that anger. Yes. But God, God, vengeance is God's, and I've given it to him, and I'm good you with that. You can use mine as well for that, doctor. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like carrying that weight of that bitterness, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve any of us. And he doesn't care. He doesn't right. care about me. He doesn't care that I'm mad at him. He's like, mm -hmm. what? What? Christine who, right? So. Yep. It, it, I do think it's ironic that your last name's Handy and he messed up your hand, just so you know. Like, I, I caught that right away. <laughs> it's it, Yeah, well, it's not my name of origin. It's not my birth name. That was a married name. So, just saying. See, I heard. Uh, <laughs> did that experience, uh, Jessica asked, and this is a good question, is did that experience change your perception of the medical professional going into cancer treatment or did it, did you treat it like an isolated incident? No, actually it was really, um, I didn't trust anybody at the time. Like my, my husband had let me down, my doctor had let me down, some people in my life had let me down. And I was like, I, I don't, I went to the, like the extreme. I was like, I'm not trusting anybody. And so when I actually first met my oncologist, he said to me, oh, so you're the one I've been hearing about, about the arm. He completely, he completely made me feel like I've been seen, I've been heard. He knew who I was. He knew what happened to me. And he said to me, and maybe I'll use the F word on this. He said, what the F did that doctor do to you? So from the very moment I walked in my oncologist's office, I trusted him. And that's, yeah. that's where yes. I started to shift. Yeah. Thank God for some good doctors. How yeah. long have you been in remission? So I don't like to use the word remission because that implies that I still okay. have cancer. Um, uh, I... Okay. And I didn't, I didn't even know that until I had cancer because I used to say that to people as well. Um, I have been cancer free for how many years, mom? Seven, eight, eight? I think eight years this December. Yeah. Did you just say mom? My mom's here. My mom never mom. interviewed. Hi, mom. <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you. Look at her. We She's like looking at moms. We love One you, of our moms might yes. pop on too. You never know. Like this might turn into mom hour. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm with my parents for a couple of weeks because I do live alone in Miami, and it's so nice to spend some time with them. And I happen to be doing this this morning, so my mom's. Yeah, I'm in Wisconsin, Green Bay Packers. <laughs> oh, so I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, 
And we have a little bit of a rivalry with Green Bay and Cleveland because of the fact it goes back way back. Now, we've sucked for years. But this year, Green Bay and Cleveland play Christmas Day. Tell your mom I might come up there to visit that day. Tell my mom. Hey, mom. Mom. She says, you I'll wear a Packers jersey, but I'm going to have a Browns hat on just so you know. All right? Oh, my God. I don't want you here. <laughs> you need to find it. Green Bay Packers all the way. What if I wore a cheese head hat with a Browns jersey? Would that be okay? That would be good. That would be really good. We love it. I love it. I love it. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Your daughter has been through so much. How yeah. proud are you of how far she's oh. come and what she's doing? Unbelievable. I'm going to cry. cry. <laughs> She's I didn't mean to make mom cry. Oh, no. Don't make mom cry, Brendan. She's the absolute best. She's made Sorry, lemonade out of lemons for sure. Oh, my God. Mom, I didn't mean to make you cry. I Guess what? That is so beautiful. <laughs> I have good news. Aaron Rodgers is still on your team. I know that. I know that. <laughs> I like him, too. <laughs> what would you say? you're the most proud of with Christine getting through everything she's gone through? Well, just what she gives to other people. But she's mm. such a beautiful person. Look at her. I mean, she's so beautiful. And she, yeah. she just handles it all so well. I'm so proud of the fact that, first of all, she's very smart. And that's because of me. But she... jeans. <laughs> <laughs> She has an ability to communicate so well with people and make them feel good and 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 take care of them. I don't know if you she's told you this. She goes to prisons and she works with the men in the prisons and they sure. they the, the warden says you cannot, you know, hug them, touch them, don't let them near you. And she says, "No, I'm going to go in and hug them. They need somebody to hug them." And that's what um. she that, that sort of tells what she's like right there. I, I, I first that. off, love that. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Christine. You can stay here. Please join the conversation, Mom. You are more than welcome. <laughs> Christine, what are you doing in prison? You're hugging inmates? She's like, all right, warden, I got this. Get away. She pushes the warden down. She goes in and starts hugging inmates. Christine, what are you doing in prisons beating up? In I mean, how hugging inmates? Um, well, I was hired to speak in prisons because I'm a motivational speaker, but actually... There's more backstory to that. The wardens don't want you to go there. The wardens keep you like there's security, right? When you walk in the prison, they take your phone, they take your car keys, they take everything. And they and you try to get through security. Well, I happen to have this bracelet that doesn't come off. And so the warden was like, now and I've spoken at a ten, you know, a lot of prisons, but this happens a lot. The warden is like, Oh, you can't, you're buzzing through security, you can't come in. So I waited at this particular prison for two hours until the different warden came on shift. And he let me in. And when I went into the prison, where I speak a lot, the prisoners, the, one of them in particular looked at me and he goes, I thought you just decided not to come and show up for us. And I was like, let me assure you, I will never do that. I will always show up. And so the warden said to me, they can make these knives. Like the, the prisoners, they can make these knives. And I think they're called like a cleave or something. I can't remember the name. A, sh a shiv. Yes. 
He said, if you something like that. Yeah, he said, if you hug these guys, one of them could stab you. And I said, I'll take my chances. These people need a hug. And here, here's the other reason why I know that. Because when I was going through chemotherapy and I had, I've had 23 non-elective surgeries in the last 10 years, cutting oh me, my God. cutting me, and they stick that chemo needle into your chest. It's horrible, right? And so my oncologist said to me, he's like, you need more physical, like a kind touch now than ever in your life. And so my friends and my mother would like rub my shoulders and hold my hand and rub my feet because you have to counteract that, right? That negativity. And yeah. so these prisoners, it's the same thing with them. They're human beings. Why can't we hug them, right? And so I was like, right. oh, my chances. Some of them don't have anybody. Yes, they and have some nobody. Of them have nobody. They made they had made one mistake and they were thrown out as nothing. Yes. So one of the nonprofits so that I actually one of the nonprofits that I actually started is called People of Purpose, and it's yes. it, yeah, it's in it's in it's in Palm Beach County, and we're trying to change the rate of recidivism, which, by the way, is ninety three percent right now. That's these, that's huge. It's yes. So these people are in a system that perpetuates them to go back to prison, and so we're we're basically trying to stop that system. So how do you do that? How, like, all right. So I have, I'm going to dive into this with you because I actually, I, my master's is nonprofits. I focus on, I, 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 I've done so many things with prisons because I do not like how our prison system is built in the United States. And I, it, it let's just set that there for a second. Cause we can come back to it. The fact that you're being told you could be shanked and you shouldn't hug people. I completely get where the officer is coming from. But yes. I also see where you're coming from because I know I've been in there. And when I see these inmates, they see me and they're like, he's not going to do anything to us. They think I'm like a wuss. And then I start talking and they're like, get over here. I need to hug you. And I can tell you right now, that some of these guys, that hug is the first embrace they've gotten genuinely in a long time. Absolutely. So, Christine, while you're doing this, how do you help give people a purpose so that way they don't keep going back in and they don't become a product of that cycle? Well, this nonprofit that we started, we're trying to we're trying to not just give them fish. We're trying to teach them how to fish, right? So we're trying to, we're trying to find ways to teach them before they come out of prison real life skills. Like we we have a we have a my my mom reminded me of a story. I'll tell you in a minute. We have mom, um, mom has to tell it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Nobody tells mom what to do. We have a partnership with a construction company and don't ask me the name of the construction company because I can't remember. We have a partnership with a construction company where they have given this prison. Well, we have bought them for the prison where they have mock, um, like teaching them how to drive the, the construction vehicles from the prison so that when they get out, this construction company will hire them to work their vehicles. So, I love Hello. that. That is so awesome. And this 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 particular prison also has um, animals there, like dogs. Like, and they, these inmates are training these dogs to be service animals. So we're oh. right. I, I I only know about stuff like that. My my now ex fiance. That was her program. They literally did, and her and I are still very close friends. It just yeah. didn't work. But like, she literally trained her nonprofit trains. In, inmates train dogs to be placed with families of kids with special needs. So they train the service dog. It is 
amazing because these guys are in there and they go from like a level four prison. They murdered people or something to That's now they're exactly. building themselves up. They, that yes. dogs give them hope. They then yes. see the families and what the dog does for the family and the kid and how it changes. It is astonishing how it that dog changes so many lives. And yes. these inmates are the start of it. And it gives them inspiration. Oh, speak of the devil. She goes, hi, I'm, I, I'm here. <laughs> that's, that's her. That's, that's Sarah Nelson. Oh, she that's runs adorable. Now she, that's she's incredible. That's I, I didn't even know who started it. That's so good to know. So one of the prisoners that I spoke to about four years ago, he ended up getting out of jail like two and a half years ago. He reached out to me on Facebook and he said, would you meet me? And I was like, sure. So I said, told my, I told my couple of friends, I said, I'm going to go meet this prisoner. And they're like, I think that's a bad idea. I go, okay, here we go. Judgment. <laughs> we're, keep, you know, we're keeping people in a box, right? We're labeling yep. them. So they said to me, okay, we'll just pin where you are. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. So this guy and I, starting two, two and a half years ago, developed this relationship. He was like, he brought a briefcase to the meeting. He had ideas. He had a plan. He wanted to start this people of purpose, which is who I did it with. And, and he and I started this organization. We have the most incredibly talented CPAs, attorneys, my, myself, and other people on this nonprofit because he picked and he got these people involved. So he and I, the prisoner, that's how this got started. How crazy that's, is that? That yes. is such a good, that, that's, that's an awesome story. I love when people change their, change their lives, when they make a mistake or, 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 or things go wrong and they just pick themselves up and, and, and just yeah. move forward. I, I see, I saw on LinkedIn that you, you've got a, a swimsuit range as well. So, so here, here it goes back to write the purpose and pay, right? So I never in a million years thought I would be in doing anything in the prison system, but I felt like there was a place where I could give people hope in the prison system. I actually thought that maybe women would be more likely to like my story, but the state of Florida thought I'd, you know, have a better fit with men. So whatever. And this past summer, so I had breast cancer in 2012 and, but I had, I had reconstruction and I had really pretty implants and I loved them and you know, life moved on. So I got a call from my breast surgeon in 2019 who told me that those pretty implants they put inside of me were recalled because they were causing breast cancer. <laughs> Thank you, Argent. <laughs> Thank you, Big Pharma. Thank right? You. Thank you, FDA, who, by the way, in 2011 told Biosil implants told allergen that there was something going on with them that they weren't certain that they were safe. Uh, they were put inside of me in 2016. Okay. So that's five years later, that's exactly. five years of people getting this put in their Sorry, go ahead. My emotions sometimes overtake me. The ADD kicks in. It's unbelievable. The, our medical system. And, and listen, I'm like, I'm promoting light and love and, and hope and all this other stuff, but we have to be honest about what's going on. Yes. So, so in 2020, when the entire world was shut down for COVID and, you know, you couldn't even get a mammogram, you couldn't even go get your testing, which by the way, has caused like a massive amount of problems for later stage cancers, which we can talk about. So I get, I go on my little walk, I walk every day and I, I go home, I'm working from my computer and I feel this like really weird itch on my left breast. And 
like two hours later, I finally have to go into my closet because the itch is getting itchier. I feels like a bee is stinging my breast. And I lift up my shirt and my, my breast is a bright, bright red. Just my breast, just my left breast. It's like covered in this bright red and it's swelling, like it's getting bigger. So I send a picture to my oncologist and to my breast surgeon and they both said to me, get to the emergency room, we'll meet you there. And I was like, I don't really wanna go to the emergency room because all the news is saying, stay away from hospitals as, you know, get away from hospitals. So I have no choice, I go to the hospital, they check me in, they keep me there for five days. Now, if you were in the hospital in March of 2020, you were really sick. Yeah. They, they sent me home with a PICC line, which is an, an IV, two weeks with a nurse at home. So like I have a massive infection in my chest. A month later, okay, so by the way, I got a clear bill of health. They were like, you're fine, you're fine, everything's good, great. I go literally like Groundhog Day. I go on a walk, I come home, I'm sitting at my chair working from home and I feel this like stinging bees and I'm like, what? I go, yeah. my, I go in my closet and now the red is all over my left breast, but it's now moving up my chest. So I see it moving up like towards my neck and I'm like, That's there's scary. no way, there's no way. Yeah. Again, the pictures go out, send out the pictures, there's something going on. They're like, go to the emergency room, don't stop at red lights, like get there. Same thing happens, I'm in the hospital for five days and now like, you know, at that point in April of 2020, now we can't have visitors. There's no, I don't know, there's no food services in the hospital. You've got to have a mask. And I'm, you know, I'm hooked up to an IV and I'm like, what's happening, right? Right. So I, they send me home after five days. My mom picks me up and I think I'm fine. And, but you know what? I had an infectious disease doctor who was on the job, but she was dealing, she, Infectious disease doctors had never been so popular than they were in 2020. Think yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're distracted, right? They have COVID patients and they're trying to figure oh. out what's happening, right? And this is the very beginning. So I go home and I live my life and I feel okay. I feel like, oh, I've just had a lot of infection and a lot of antibiotics and whatever. And then June of 2020, I'm traveling home. I went to go visit my son who I had not seen since COVID. And I'm traveling home and I'm getting weaker and sicker and feeling terrible. And I know I have a fever and I know I don't have COVID. I know something's wrong. And I take off my shirt and it's kind of sticking to my chest. And I'm like, I can't believe I sweat so much on my left side. That's so weird. So I get it off. I get my shirt off and I see this green pus all the way down my body into my tennis shoes. There was a hole in my breast. The infection had, the infection was not gone. It had eaten a hole through my skin and was just oozing the whole day that I was traveling home. By the time I checked into the hospital, I had 103 fever. And my, my oncologist said that if I had not checked into the hospital that night, I would have been in critical condition by the next morning. Within, within 24 hours, I was in emergency surgery by myself and my entire breast was excavated. And when the, when the, doctor put the papers in front of me to sign it said le mastectomy left side and i could barely lift my head off the off the hospital bed and i was like i can't be having a mastectomy i already had a mastectomy and he goes just sign it it's for insurance reasons i just sign it 
just sign it. Just sign it. It's for insurance reasons. So I went into surgery. I come out and I, my breath, I mean, I have no chest. It's concave. I come out of surgery. Game over. My chest is gone. My pretty implants gone forever because they had to take so much skin from my body that there's no way that I could ever have reconstruction. So oh then, God. so this is going back to the bathing suit story. So then I was like, okay, wait. I have to figure out how to live my life with an arm fuse. I got to figure out how to live my life with breast cancer. I got to figure out now how to move forward with a concave chest, right? Yeah. And, and I was like, well, now what am I going to do, right? So take me. it took me months to go through my closet and to see what I could wear and throw out all, this, all the beautiful clothes that I had that I could never wear again and all these really pretty sexy things that um, I had to get rid of. And finally, I woke up one morning and I took a ACE bandage out of my out of my medicine cabinet. And I was like, because I was looking for, I live in Miami. Like we wear bathing suits. Yeah. And I'm like, well, there's no bathing suits for people like me. Because if you have a flat or concave chest, if you wear something that's padded and you get in the water, the little pads, they invert. So it's a whole, it's a whole situation. It's super uncomfortable. And I'm like, this isn't fair for the breast cancer community. Like we need options. Mm. And so I took my ACE bandage and I like worked it into kind of a, like a bathing suit. And I called a, a bathing suit line in Miami and I said, will you take a meeting? And the, the CEO said, yes. And I took my ACE bandage and I went to Michael's and MJ designs and I bought ribbon. And I basically took pictures of me with this prototype of like how we can make a bathing suit. And she was like, I'll manufacture it. We'll take care of it. And we're doing it. We're doing a collaboration. So and literally within like two weeks, Forbes picked up an article and put an article out there about this. Christine, Christine, is mom still by you? I don't, I don't see her. I was going to say, if she walked away, I understand. Cause I, that, that had to be hard for her to hear. I wanted her to come hug you since I can't hug you oh. through the screen. All right, keep going. I'm sorry, Christine. This is phenomenal. But here's to say, like, I could have, I could have taken all those situations. I could have taken the situation with my arm, which is, a terrible situation and so unnecessary. I could have taken the situation with breast cancer. I could have taken the situation with the implant, all these things. And I could have been like, I'm wrecked. I can't, I can't get out of bed. I mean, the pain is paralyzing. The pain in my arm is paralyzing. But I was like, how can I use my story to help other people? How can <clears throat> I inspire? How can I lead? How can I show, right? How can I show up? And if I, I love that. If, if I can manufacture a bathing suit so somebody doesn't feel as bad as I felt going to a bathing store and there's nothing there, mm. then why wouldn't I do that? Yes. My time is my greatest resource, right? Your time is your greatest resource. Mm -hmm. You're on this helping other people. You're sharing other people's story. You're a gift. And why wouldn't I want to do that? Right. And so I was devoted my life through all of this pain to say, you know what? I'm going to choose this way, not that way. And so that's what I do. I take every situation that's caused me pain and I turn it into something that can help other people. And that's how I live my life. You might not want to use your F word, but I'm using at least Elsa's. You're a fucking hero. Like, honestly, whether like, you really are changing the world and you need to know how, it, it's, so. how that small thing you're doing, even if you don't know you're doing it, there's someone that's going to give that inspiration. It's like that poem, Smile. That yeah. smile that keeps going and people giving other things because of one person smiling. You saw 
a need to make women feel good. I, I've read so many books of how they used to ship things to third world countries of makeup just right. so the women would feel like amazing. And you're sitting here going, we have nothing for this. Oh, Christine, first off, yes, you are beautiful. You are an amazing soul. I want your mom to hug you. I'm sorry you're a cheesehead. I'm a cheesehead when I'm not a Browns fan. <laughs> but from there, I have to also compliment your website because yeah. your website, as I'm going to make it full screen, Watch this, guys. Watch how smooth this is. Christine Handy, motivational speaker, mother of two, breast cancer survivor. Ready? Let's switch to the next screen. Boop. Oh, courageous woman, inspirational story. Hold on. It gets better. Boop. Look at that. It just keeps changing. I thought this was the coolest website, honestly. Now, I stop here on giving back because I need to know about e-beauty. What is the story behind e-beauty and how can people help participate at all of that. So e-beauty is one of the greatest resources. So when I was going through chemotherapy, I had a bald head and I, but I was able to afford a wig and wigs are, wigs are expensive. I know. And, and so a woman in Miami who is a friend of mine started this nonprofit about 12 years ago. And we, we redistribute wigs to women after they've been used, like people donate them. And we've partnered with L'Oreal, who gives us grant money. And we've partnered with Paul Mitchell Salons, who washes and styles our wigs. And we have redistributed, to date, over 56,000 wigs. It's free. It's a free resource. Do that all again so everybody gets the full spectrum of that. Because that's fucking cool. Oops, I didn't mean to swear twice. No, it's true. Like, it's a free resource. So anybody going (laughs) through treatment, any woman going through treatment, that needs a wig can go to our website and it's called ebeauty.com and pick the wig, the style, the color, and we will have it washed and styled for that woman and ship it out for free. Like it's the best. It's I'm so lucky to be a part of that program. No, it's incredible. And so my, my heart is like, like overwhelmed with joy for you right now. Ebeauty.com, right? Yeah. I mean, not for me. I, I have the privilege of helping other women, like the privilege, what a joy. Right. And so it's beauty.com and you can pick the color that you want. Here's the other thing. When I was going through breast cancer, I I've always had blonde hair my whole life. And I, I went out and I bought a brunette wig because I thought, well, this is a fun time to have a couple wigs and maybe I'll, you know, maybe it'll be fun for me or I don't know, whatever. And, and my son came home, my younger son came home from school and he was 12 and he saw me with this like brunette bob and he came over and he started to cry and he took the wig off my head and he pulled it off and he threw it across the room. And I, and he was, you know, when, when we're, when we're fearful, our initial response is often anger. And so he was angry because I didn't look like his mom and he was scared. And so he wanted me to look like his mom. So one of the greatest things about what we're doing with eBeauty is women can look the same as they were before, and especially for their children. You know, a lot of women are, a lot of women with breast cancer are going through cancer in general, have young kids that want their mother to look like their mother. Mm -hmm. And so these three wigs are giving so much to so many people. Mm. Oh my God. Like you are incredible. Like honestly, I, and Jay Bird, great comment here. He says, pain, you don't own me, nor do you define me. I'm not your little toy. I raise above you. Uh, like 
like for real. If Perfect. Lissy wants another haircut, <laughs> I know where you're going with that one. Just, that's my cousin, and I they're gonna give me the hair. They're saying so. <laughs> I love it. But like for real, that's an amazing thing. It's amazing. Yeah, an organization. Well, like Christine, you're on these two boards. You're doing these amazing things. How old are your kids? Just have to ask. I have a 23 year old and a 20 year old. I'm 51, by the way. Yeah. Don't even look at. I told. I told you we're keeping you at the 21. Like that's because you earned it. All right. Wow. You're I 50. She, she's yeah. Wonder Woman, and then she's I, writing another book as well. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. What? And I'm going to school. What's, and Harvard. What's what? <laughs> Like, also, you ask a question. I'm going to get into Harvard after this. I have so many I questions. Want, I want to know about the new book. What's your new book about? So my new book is the continuation. So it's a sequel to my first book called Walk Beside Me. And it's just a continuation of my life. It's a fiction. Walk Beside Me is a fictional depiction of my life. And this second book is just the continuation. It's kind of what I've been doing for the last five years. It's not oh, a self so narrative. Yeah. It's a narrative, you said. It's a narrative. It's not a self-help book. It's a juicy novel. And Harvard. Let's dive into Harvard. It's not like you don't have enough accomplishments where your resume looks good and your kids can be proud of you. You're like, I need one for me. I'm going to get my master's from Harvard. Well, I'll tell you, it's an interesting story. I had really bad, I had really, really bad chemo brain after chemotherapy. I literally would drive down the street in my car and I, if there were no cars around, I would forget which side of the street to drive on. My brain was foggy. I was confused all the time and it had a huge impact on my life. And really? so a huge impact on my life. And there, and chemo brain affects a lot of people. I had 28 rounds of chemo, that's a lot. That's a ton. It's a ton. And so I wanted to figure out a way that I could get my brain back, that I could get my cognitive, my short-term memory, all of it would come back. And so I decided that I was going to go back to school. That was the best way for me to figure out how to get my brain fully functioning again. Mm. And I and I finally, at this point, was not, I was not going to take anybody's bullying me. And I was not going to tell anybody that I wasn't worth anything, right? I So I decided that I was going to shoot for the stars. And I was like, shit, I can get in. Why wouldn't? I get, why wouldn't I apply to Harvard? They can only say no. And if they yep. say no, who cares? Like I'm going to apply. So they took me, right? So I got in. And now I've been doing it for like a year and a half. I love it. I'm learning a ton. My brain is completely fixed. My chemo brain is gone and all is right again for me. And I'm now I'm able to do so many more things because of it. So it's not, it's not the Harvard degree that I was going for. It was the self-esteem, right? I was shooting for the stars. And it was the fact that I wanted to get my brain right again. Honestly, I love that. Like, uh, like I that, just love how you're a warrior. Well, yes. She's a warrior. Just you know, channeling yes. through all these things and making it look so easy. It's not it's, easy. I mean, I work I every know. day. I have no, no social I, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think people realize what, what you go through when you have to make that turnaround in your life. Yeah, and, and, and decide to change your life for yourself. Yeah, the greatest, the, the best thing that I can say is we all have an opportunity to react. And the way we react is how we dictate our life going forward. And, you know, I have had a lot of things that have knocked me down, but it's yeah. my reaction that keeps me going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Sherry here, or Miss Sherry, Miss Christine, 
here is your Instagram. I'm going to pull that up. Guys, do not slow down. Do not pass go. You get $200 if you click follow right there. Miss Christine on here. Go give her a follow on her Instagram, Christine Handy One. She is the Christine Handy One. Make sure to go spread some love and positivity her way by, by subscribing, following, and giving some love there. Done. Done. Mine was done this morning already. I love it. And then, uh, then the quick, hey, come on, computer. I know, so was mine, but I'm like, I have to unfollow her and refollow her to make sure I do it on air. Like, uh, 20 minutes left, two tickets, guys. Get on it. Uh, you get, you get a book. All this other stuff. Yep. We're, it's for the nonprofit, A Night of Giving. We're making sure to give back to others who are less fortunate. And Jessica Dugas is making sure that we're changing the world starting right in our own houses. Christine is doing the same thing. She's already, Jessica's already sent a message asking if you'll be a part of our next concert series because you have such an amazing story. So Christine, I have to ask, and I'm asking with pure love and sincerity, how do you find the way to smile every day dealing with some of the pains, the sufferings and the heartache that you've dealt with? Because there's a lot of people who can't. And I, I think you have something in you that a lot of people need. How can they do that? Well, I think, I mean, for me, it's faith. I have complete faith and trust in God. And I also have built my life on, you know, I built my life on sand before. I built it on things. I built it on a Prada bag. I built it people. on people. I built it on every, everything that was uh, fleeting. I built it on. Mm. And so then, then when, you know, my health was taken away, I was like, I have to rebuild myself. What am I going to build myself on? Listen, we all worship something. What was I going to worship? I, it was a cognitive choice for me. And yeah. I decided to worship God and I decided to worship my faith and I decided to root myself in that. And instead of rooting myself in a society that was always going to cut me apart, I was like, I don't, I no longer care about what society thinks of me. I lo- no longer care what people say about me. And my, mm-hmm. I let go of my pride, and my ego. It didn't matter to me, literally. Um, and so that, that's that's kind of how I and I also rebuilt my self-esteem because my self-esteem was obviously at a zero when I allowed that bully to bully me. Yeah. Um, and I rebuilt that. And, I, and you know what? That's not easy. It takes a lot of work no. to rebuild self-esteem because I used to tell especially, myself. Especially if you th- if you were married to a bully. It is. It's very difficult. It's very it is. Difficult. It is very difficult. Um, and so and I'm actually going through a divorce right now, which is very interesting. Um, but yeah, I had, I had a few bullies in my life, but we can talk about that later. Different conversation, but I, he's not worth it now. Let's just like say it. Well, my mom's back here. She, she might have a few words about that. (laughs) Mom, mom, I need you to hug your daughter since I can't hug her. She has an amazing story. Can you come give her a big hug? But it's from me. Yes. I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. Uh, thank you, mom. And, <laughs> so Christine, no. like taking the ex, leave him on the side. I understand that. I've done it. Like exes not are giving, there for We're not reason. giving him any weight. We're not giving him any time. Let's ex exes are like algebra. You get an ex and you wonder why you dated them to begin with. So like, here's the thing. You are doing a crazy amount of things and you you have people wanting to help. Where could 
I'm not saying me, but Sherry McQueen, send wigs to donate. She has several wear rigs she wears. How can so she do Oh, yes. how can we get back to that? How can we share this this people with people? So go to so go to ebeauty.com and there's an address on our website. I don't know it. I don't know it um, by memory, but there's an address on there, and it says to donate. Go here. So it's on the eBeauty website. eBeauty website, and you then donate. Yep, and then oh wait, donate. That's up at the top. Boom. Yep. yep. Oh, it switched websites, so it doesn't show it on there. It's switching. Oh, and then it has donation amount, or if you're someone donating, uh, right up at the top, guys, the donate button, that's where you're going to click. If you have something to donate, it opens it up right away on another tab for you to be right. able to help you. So go check it out. Share. I actually, the pictures. Share. Share. Yes. Because the pictures are phenomenal. They show all the women. And these women are, women are brave as hell. They're yeah. bald. And yeah. then they have all these different wigs on to show you what you can look like. And I am just, I love that because it gives people that encouragement, that faith, that strength in themselves that, that we're all looking for. So Christine, tell us what is your, and you've done a lot of things. You're at Harvard. You're working with these boards. You designed the bathing suit for women that have gone through breast cancer and you still smile. <laughs> what is your greatest accomplishment? Oh, I got her to look away. <laughs> Made her think. That's Didn't a good I question. Um, I hope it's my children. That's my hope. <laughs> I'll give you that one. 23 and 20. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're still waiting for that. But yeah. They're Tell in, mom. They're in different ages. She's gone now. <laughs> That's fine. Mom's After the cheating, show, cheating mom's like, I got to get away. That bald guy's just going to kill me. You know, mom cleaning. <laughs> Mama could have got laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so Christine, with getting involved with all these different locations, being you're in Wisconsin now in Green Bay, but you live in Miami, Florida. Yes. You've been through all of this. The doctors have hurt you, have been through, you've been through hell. Yeah. What Literally. do you do when, when you have something happen now, you're not feeling good and you don't want to go to the emergency room, I'm assuming. You don't really want to jump through it because if you don't know the doctor... How do you trust where you're going to go to know you're going to get the best service? How does Christine protect Christine? Um, I pray a lot. <laughs> I do. I pray a lot and I trust myself. I trust my own voice. Mm -hmm. And so instead of like negating my pain or how I feel and, and thinking, oh, it's it's nothing. It's not worth anything. Um, they will judge you. They will call you a hysterical housewife. They'll you know label you. I, I trust myself. And if there's a real problem, then I, I take care of it. I, I send a message to one of my doctors. I have a lot of doctors, unfortunately, because when you go through that kind of chemo, it causes other issues. So for instance, I have health issues. I mean, I have heart issues because of the chemotherapy. Yeah. I lost I lost three teeth because of the chemotherapy. It destroyed my teeth. So there's a lot of things that happen when you are just trying to save your life with chemotherapy. These other things happen. So yeah. I've had a lot of, obviously, a lot of issues. And so I just trust myself. I, if I need, you know, to go to the doctor, I, I don't really like it because I've been to so many doctors, but I'll just go, you know. I, 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 I uh, go ahead, Elsa. You've, you've been through a lot and, 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 and how did you, how did you get yourself to, to, to trust yourself? Because when you tend mm. to come out of abusive relationships, to trust yourself is, is, is difficult. What steps did you take to, or, or, or how did you well, get yourself I, to that point? 
I really had to change the self-talk and I really had to change the past play, like the, the cassettes that I was playing in my head. And so I really, I had, you know, instead of saying to myself, oh, you've done nothing with your life. You're not worthy of love, which is what I used to say to myself, by the way. I now say you're, you're worthy of the greatest love. There's no ceiling to what you can accomplish. So it was really self-talk that changed for me, but it was also what I listened to. I started to listen to my own voice. I started to listen to podcasts that uplifted me. I started to listen to preachers podcasts. I started to do all the, I turned off new, didn't want to be, I didn't want to be living in a fear-based society. So I surrounded myself with uplifting music and, and everything that I put, you know, the people in my life, I have voices that are uplifting and cheer me on. And so I really, I changed the noise. It changed the noise. And it's not an easy, it's not an easy process and it takes a long time. It's, it's not as simple to say, okay, change the channel. Yeah. It's, it's not a work, but it's, it's worth the work. When you felt alone during yeah. all of this and you, I know you prayed, I know you did stuff. Right. Did you notice family come around you in a different way? Meaning like, did they come and not, I say this cause you're dealing, you, you were going through so many things from the wrist to the infections to surgeries and all that. Sometimes hearing, oh, you know, you just got to get through it is not what you want to hear. And family coming along and saying things that are just like, hey, I love you. Hey, I'm there for you is encouraging. Did you notice your family and friends start to change the way they talk to you a little bit to encourage you in other ways? I think that I taught them how to teach, how to talk to me nice. because, because some of them would say, oh, like my, my infection last summer or in two, yeah, last summer in 2000, a year ago when they had to excavate my cavity. And when I was in the hospital three times during COVID, people would say to me, oh, there's something wrong with you again. And I was like, how do you think that makes me feel? Yeah. I'm the patient. You think that I'm not upset about this? You're put out by it? Like, give me a break. I was right. like, well, I don't need that. Like, yeah, you're right. I There is something wrong with me again. And what a bummer. But yeah. you're either with me or you're against me. And it's that simple. Yes. Correct. And and so we have to teach people, first of all, we teach people how to treat us every single day. And we have to put boundaries around us. And, and, and my mother and my father and my family has made mistakes and said stuff because they're frustrated. They're afraid, right? right? My parents have mm -hmm. been afraid that I was going to die. My parent, last summer, my parents were afraid I was going to die. Mm -hmm. And so that, and when we are afraid, that, that produces anger in our body, right? It just does. Yeah. That's a natural reaction to fear. And so, but yes. I have to say to them, I have to say to them, don't say it like that because I respect myself enough to, to say, I'm, I'm okay. I want your help. I need your help, but I need yes. to share with you how this feels to me. Yeah. And it's a boundary. Yeah. Wow. So Miss Sherry or Miss Sherry, I keep reading Sherry's name because she, she was writing good questions. I, I keep looking, uh, I'm going to bring Miss Christine and bring in Miss Jessica Dugas back in because the right. way we end every show, I'm going to whoop this. The I way we end every show is we give a positive affirmation. This could be your favorite quote. This could be your favorite saying. This could be uh, just something on your heart that's like, get out of bed and go for a run. I don't care. Yeah. You get to choose whatever it is. And I will go first. So you see how it goes. Then Elsa, then Jessica, and then you. Okay. Let's do it. So that way you see how it goes and how easy it is. All right, I'll go first just so it's fun. Guys, it is Thursday. We have made it through another week. You made it through hump day. Hope you got humped yesterday. Help you get yourself better and getting you to that next phase in life. Guys, 
what an episode we've had from this whole week to today has led up to us building a foundation of pure joy, satisfaction through pain. Take your pains, see the benefits and the community that you are with right now and change your world. Because the minute we change our world from inside us is the day that we're going to be able to change the world outside by showing our best self in everything we do. Actions will always speak louder than words. Help us change the world by being the best influence in it. I'm going to... This week has been... It's been a difficult one. We've, we've, we've met so many amazing people. Um, Christine, what she's doing and, 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 and how many people she's helping. And she's helping the ones that, 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 that have been pushed out by society because of, 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 of mistakes they've made. Um, we are meeting so many people that are going out of their way and changing their lives and, and stepping into their truth, changing people's lives by leading by example. And I just want you guys to know that every step you take is a step forward, doesn't matter how small it is. And then I found this cute quote um, on Facebook. It says, oddness causes, causes weirdness, and weirdness can cause your wildest dreams to come true. So stay weird. Ooh. I love that. Big teach. Uh, thank you, Brennan and, and Ilsa, for having me back on the show today. And also thank you, Christine, for your bravery and sharing your story and for using your story as the catalyst to um, change the world. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Uh, Christine's uh, story and some of the amazing people that I'm working with through the Weiss Scholarship Foundation and Overcoming Odds remind me about the importance of nurturing, first nurturing yourself and then the honor and privilege we have to nurture other people, that it's a daily choice that we can make. I found two quotes. One says, nurturing is not complex. It's simply being tuned in to the thing or person before you and offering small gestures towards what it needs at the time. It's not complicated. We can, It's easy to nurture ourselves and other people if we choose to. And then John Lennon said, we've got this gift of love, but love is like a precious plant. You can't just accept it and leave it in the cupboard or just think it's going to get on by itself. You've got to keep watering it. You've got to really look after it and nurture it. Blessings mm -hmm. to all of you. And I'll see you next time. Well said, Jess. Well said, Jess. Well, I think my life quote has been, oh, at least the past 10 years, there's always purpose in pain. We just have to be willing to look for that. Um, but one that I also say daily is let go and let God. Mm, love it. Love it. Love it. Guys, this has been, we, we actually have a minute or two left. So Christine, give a shout out to everybody you want to give a shout out to really quick. And we are, I have to say, thank you. Like for real, you, you came in with a very emotional topic to heavy topic and you brought it in a vulnerable way that opened up. And I, I, it's, it's unique how the universe works. Cause I literally had a conversation about breast cancer in men yesterday and all of a sudden you're on today and we're talking about this. And I was like, I was given statistics I've never known. And you come on and just wow me even more. So please know that you are changing the world and it is an honor to meet you. Uh, I do have one favor to ask. Since mom hugged you, I yes. need you to go hug mom after this and be like, Brandon said I had to hug you and just give her a good one. All right. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Seconds. 12 seconds. Yes, 12 seconds. <laughs> And then yeah, the other thing is, yeah, 
Uh, Christmas Day, the Browns play the Packers. So when you see them playing each other, I'm <laughs> thinking of you guys. I okay. will wear a cheese I'm thinking, I'm, I'm uh, thinking. Uh, Browns. I, I, my team has not been good for years. I finally get to talk a little bit. <laughs> I, hope your, I hope your team is good this year. I really do. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we, we don't need another laughing stock. But Christine, give your love out to everybody you want to give thanks to. And guys, thank you for tuning in. Well, I, you know, I had a, I had a ton of women show up for me. And I think that that's the greatest gift we can give each other is to show up for each other and listen to each other, right? Mm -hmm. We all come from different places. If we actually listen, we can be more compassionate. So I love it. I love it. Guys, don't forget to go share, comment, like, get somebody else to invite them to the delight cafe so we could start changing the world together. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hi, my name is Brandon, and over the past year, the Delay Cafe team and I have traveled across the U.S. researching this rapidly growing industry of CBD products. What we have found throughout the industry were products that were inconsistent in dosage and used ingredients that weren't even lab tested. Products with chalky textures, bitter aftertaste, and worst of all, confusion among the CBD consumers. That's why we created Delight Cafe. 15 milligram lab tested all natural water soluble hemp CBD powder pack. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. Add it to your favorite drink of choice wherever, whenever, on the go. Quickly find your calm, your balance, your delight. When you need it.